0: Before you get into this business, right, I always tell people, identify your, your niche. Where do you want to focus? Do you want to cater to business executives? Do you want to cater to tourists, families, um, celebrities, um, economy, gig economy workers? Pick a niche. And then now go buy the vehicles that those people want to drive. Define your avatar, your target audience. I buy the vehicles they want. I buy them in the colors they want, too. Not what I like. You got to take yourself out of the equation. Your feelings do not matter. I don't care if David only likes driving yellow vehicles, if that's your color. I don't care. Don't send me a yellow vehicle. I ain't going to run it out for you. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to wrap that bad boy into a color that my audience will rock with.
1: All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people did really, really dope stuff, legit business people out here building a legit business. You built a legit business? Yes, I did, sir. Okay, I got to ask this question because there's a lot of... there are a lot of uh, people who are successful entrepreneurs, yeah. but they're being called scammers, Ooh. including myself. Okay. So I just got to ask you, okay. are you a scammer?
0: No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you not a scammer? People know me in Dallas. y'all. Yo, I, got, I do this for real. Like, I'm not like these YouTube cats. Like, I actually have a warehouse. People pull up on me. Matter of fact, take out your phone. Google exotic car rentals, Dallas. My company will pop up on the first page of Google. Really? That is not easy to achieve. That's a fact. There you go. I challenge you to do it for anybody else that you know doing
1: rentals. It's not going to show up. You're doing business I, out yes here. Yes, sir. We're doing business, 100%. It. Well, congratulations on that, man. Thank you so, very much, sir. So. Exotic car rental. So people come to you yeah. for exotic cars.
0: I do it all. I, I have I exotic have car. I was going to say, can luxury. I get a Honda yeah. Accord? It doesn't me. sound as sexy, but I do have a small fleet of economy cars. Yeah, I got those also. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So how many cars do you have? Total? Probably about. With the economy cars, maybe about 14. But for yeah. exotics, the higher ends, about 12 of them. So, yeah, I just have a few economy joints. Yeah. 12
1: exotics. Yeah. And what, what kind of exotics are they? So,
0: I got your Lamborghini Huracans. I got your um, Rolls Royces, your Bentley Bentegas, BMW 8s, Corvette C8s, um, several vehicles. Yeah, there's a lot of mm. them in
1: there. Yeah. All right. So... Do you, you own them all?
0: Majority of them, I own about 90% of my vehicles. I think right now, at the moment, we probably only have two brokered, I believe it
1: is. Yeah. Okay, explain yeah. the brokered part.
0: Yeah, so that's why people, um, for various reasons, they buy these vehicles and then they send us um, send the vehicles over to car rental companies to monetize them for them. So I'll rent them out and then we do a joint venture agreement, maybe a 50-50 or a 60-40. Gotcha. So yeah, um, and it's for several reasons. It could be influencers that maybe bought the vehicles for a tax write-off taking advantage of the Section 179 code so where they can write off 100% of the vehicle so they get the tax benefits of it and then they send the car to somebody like me and I can run it out for them. I run it out for them and then they make monthly income on that. Plus, they could double back and use the vehicle for lifestyle marketing. Mm. So yeah, it's a three-piece. There you go.
1: Oh, strategy. Yes, sir. Is I can buy a car, have the look of it, Yeah. Send it to somebody like you who understands the game. Yes, and I don't have to, I don't necessarily have to figure out how to put it on Turo and how to know. rent it out and find somebody. You do that and there's a profit share, 100%. but I still get the look of there you happening as that.
0: Only thing I would say, the only caveat to that is I tell you, contact us before you do something like that. So whoever yeah. you're about to send the car to, make sure it's a car that they want, that they have a demand for. All, all right? right. And so perfect example. Say you wanted to go buy a Rolls Royce. Call the rental company first to make sure you're buying the right kind, the right color. Because you might go get that joint in some color and nobody's gonna rent. Yeah. You know, and then you'd be looking at us like we, you know,
1: so yeah. Gotcha. There you go. So
0: just run it by us first to make sure it's something our audience will rock with.
1: Is there anything not legal about me buying a car, giving it to you to rent out? 100% not. No, no. Okay, cool, cool. Not at all. All right, let's jump into it. It seems like a lot of overhead though. 12 exotic cars? Yeah. First off, I don't have an exotic car at all. I got a Tesla. That's okay, not there you exotic. Go. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Well,
0: first off, what do you? You can buy whatever car you want, David. <laughs> hey, man, you see that little girl over there?
1: She want to eat every day. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, hey, yeah. I don't know, yeah, bro. You, you can buy any car you want, David. <laughs> hey, this isn't about me. There you okay. go. <laughs> all right. So, what are you? What are you calling exotic? Is it a certain amount of money? I call anything
0: car? over a hundred thousand. Typically is what we refer to exotics, and then ideally, you know, it's got to be your foreign cars, right? Yeah. Now the faux exotics or fake exotics would be the vehicles that kind of look like they're exotics, and we can almost attract exotic money. Perfect example, like your BMW i eight. Mm-hmm. People love the fact that the doors go up. It's not right? it, like, it looks good, you know. It turns heads. Cars like that, you have, your, your Chevy C eight, yeah. we consider that almost in that class too, right? Because we could attract good money for them, gotcha. but. Ideally, it's your Rolls Royces, your Ferraris, your Lamborghinis, Bentleys. Those would be your exotics.
1: Gotcha. Okay. What's your most expensive car that you bought yourself in your- My
0: Lamborghini Huracan.
1: Lamborghini Huracan. How much was
0: it? That was about 220, almost
1: 230,000. $230,000. How much money does that car make per month?
0: The Lamborghini Huracan. So we rent that out for anywhere from about 1,400 per day. So on a- Cali,
1: what's your note? What's your-
0: Yeah, the note of? on the car like that because that's another play, right? We use certain banks that let us stretch out the finance terms. Mm-hmm. So some banks have financed those cars for up to 10 years. So your note's wow. quite little. Yeah, your note, my note on my Huracan is probably like 23, 2400 because it's stretched out and that's what I want.
3: Mm-hmm. And in this
0: climate, these cars are appreciating, especially the Lamborghinis. The Lamborghinis are holding value. Some of them are actually appreciating. So I've been running this car for the past two, three years and I could still sell it and walk away from the car making even more than I, when I bought it.
1: Okay. So you rent it out for 1,400 a day. A day. Yes, sir. And I mean, how many people are renting this out for a day? There you go.
0: So I always tell people realistic expectations. You know, a lot of these fake gurus out there, they tell you, oh yeah, it's trapped. It's trapped out for 30 days out of the month. Nobody's renting Lamborghinis. (laughs) That's that's a lie. Okay. The only time that happens, maybe if you're like in the Vegas where you're getting those hourly rentals, right? But nobody's doing dailies every single day of the week. So at the bare minimum, expect the car to move out every weekend. All right, okay. if the car goes out every weekend, you're making at least $1,400, all right? So that multiplied by four, already you're making almost five, 6000 minimum, all right? right? Then everything else is the icing on the cake. Perfect example, when I bought the vehicle. So once a week? Yeah, minimum. Okay, I'm just gotcha. saying minimum. I'm just yeah. trying to be conservative here yeah. so they don't call us scammers, right? Sure, there you sure. go. But perfect example, when I bought the vehicle, the second it arrived Dallas, a broker hits me up saying somebody wanted to rent the car, mm-hmm. um, offering me $30,000 to rent it for a whole month. Whoa! He ended up keeping that car for two and a half months. Whoa! But that happens regularly. There are people out there. I don't know why they won't just go buy the car. They'd rather rent.
1: Hmm. Okay. All right. So minimum, yeah. at, minimum at minimum you get one of these cars one day a week. There you go. Just a Saturday. Just a Friday. There you go. Do the math. Fourteen hundred. That's twenty four. That's forty eight hundred dollars a month. There you go. And your note is 20, 22, $2,300. 22, 2300. So you double your money, make about $2,000 a month. There you go.
0: At, at a minimum. That ain't bad though. But the David we're not even looking at the extra benefits of the car. Those cars are business cards. They open up doors. You pull up you know what that feels like. You pull up at a gas. I don't know what it feels I like actually. Like I, I, I don't know what it feels like. I mean I got yeah, like, people like oh I
1: like the Tesla. It's cool. Yeah. But I don't know what it feels like.
0: But so. it, it brings, it draws people to you. People mm-hmm. want to meet the people in the fancy yeah. cars. It opens up doors. I've been invited to certain high level events because of that. Lamborghini, Aston Martin, Rolls Royce. They always have events. Almost every other month every time there's a new unveiling of a new car they send you an invitation so you're rubbing shoulders you know with rich people so that opens wow. up doors to other opportunities
1: man yeah. yeah every time i have one of these conversations man i think to myself i'm gonna go get me a lambo and why don't you do it <laughs> i don't know if it's my style well i could see you in a Lambo. i could see you in. A i would probably car. get it and yeah. then give it to somebody like you like so that really? you can rent it out yeah because I don't I really don't want to ride around in a Lambo and people look at me as the person in a Lambo. Why? Because of the stigma? Because of the stigma? Yes. Interesting. I, I but but that's me. I mean I, I don't want that type of attention. Have you driven a Hurricane? No. It's a different feeling. I and imagine. I can see you in a
0: bro, I can see you I can still see you in a Hurricane.
1: Here, you know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Come if through the door. I was not like married with kids. Yeah. And I was outside trying <laughs> to figure it out. But I'm saying, I think it's a good opportunity, especially, okay, as an entrepreneur, yeah. it's cool to have it. I don't know if I want to drive it every day right. or like maybe a special event. So yeah. people are like, oh, well, Dave, is cool. We got the little Lambo. There you go. But I think from a business perspective, uh-huh. it makes perfect sense because you get the tax write-off, you 100%. get the look, yeah. and you get the money. There you go. Right? Those are three really, really there you go. Can things. Can I keep it 100% What you? Talk down? to
0: me. I don't drive my Lambo, my, my exotic cars. Yeah. I don't. I treat I treat this stuff like a business. Like Biggie yeah. says, I try not to get high on my own supply. Yeah. At the end of the day, I know how much it costs me per mile. It costs me three dollars and twenty cents per mile on my Lambos or any of my exotics. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! whoa yeah, whoa. For
0: depreciation. Every time I drive that car, every mile I put on my Lambo Huracan, it costs me three dollars and twenty cents per mile.
1: Oh wow! So
0: I I'm mindful of that. <laughs> if you're driving that to the grocery store and it takes it's twenty miles, <laughs> yeah, that's 60, 70 bucks. So I'm mindful of that. Wow. I'd rather drive a hoopty. <laughs> I, I
1: keep By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com slash social proof. Netsuite.com slash social proof. Cars on the side for
0: things like that. So I don't I don't play with this stuff. I treat it as a business. Um yeah.
1: I never thought about that. where you get that number from where do you get that number from the
0: depreciation calculators out there based on the value of the vehicle that you bought it and how much they depreciate per year average out the number of miles per year you're going to put on that card and then you can come up with a number
1: you man smart bro oh
0: yeah man I, I gotta keep track of my numbers 100
1: have you always been an entrepreneur yeah i started early. always i
0: did start early yeah
1: is this the most successful one you've had business you've had
0: this would be no no um, in another life, actually, um, I was in the telecommunication business. So I used to build cell phone towers.
1: Yeah. A oh, wow. long
0: time ago. Long time As ago.
1: As a job or a business?
0: It was a business. That was a business. Then fast forward several years later, I got into corporate America. That's kind of like my background. So I spent some years in corporate America doing, I was a vice president tech and cyber operational risk manager. It's just a fancy phrase for saying that um, we're the ones that keep the hackers out and insider threats from the systems. Hold oh, on. Yeah. You built cell phone
1: towers. I don't understand
0: Yeah. Side acquisition services. Yeah. For How cell old were you? I was probably in my 20s or right around when I married her, probably about 25. Um, between the age of 25 to about 30. Right now, I'm 42. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, I'm 42. Yeah, I know. I didn't, bro. Nah. I really thought you were younger than me. Nah, bro. I'm yeah. 38. Hey, oh, you should make me look old. Wow. <laughs> no, but, the, <laughs> yeah. but you look younger than me. So, yeah, like, 42, that's why yeah. I, yeah, I'm 42. <laughs> yeah. why I feel yeah. away. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so I, but I, I really want to understand this build cell phone towers. Yeah. You construct. Cell phone tower Side acquisition, yeah. I did,
0: side, you ac- had I did a- side acquisition. So what I did was um, my dad, I don't want to take people off a tangent, but my dad is Nigerian. Oh, we're going and off so a tangent. We bro. are. We're doing yeah, We go, we go right Just all Just so you know. I bet. So yeah, my dad's Nigerian. And so <laughs> I took advantage of that opportunity. Actually, um, he had some connections with the Nigerian police. And so we, uh, I flew back to Nigeria for a while to set up a company there. And we negotiated a lease with the Nigerian police where we could put these cell phone towers inside the police stations across the country. Right. Inside the police station. Right. The reason why is because back then the cell phone come industry in Nigeria was starting to boom and thieves would go and vandalize these cell phone towers because they have generators out there and all of that stuff. They'll vandalize mm. them. So I came up with a unique, unique selling proposition like, hey, what if we put these in police stations? So now you have safety and I'll give you guys a bulk discount. So I literally, I had to, man, I just got married to my wife. It was barely August 2017 or 2018. And the next month I hit the road. To go to every single police station in the country, I had to go get the GPS coordinates. I put them all together, and I went to every single cell phone co- uh, company in the country, knocking on their doors, like, "Hey, I got this database of police companies, of police sites all across the country. You guys can come build your your telephone towers there. I'll give you a bulk discount." And they went crazy over the idea. So
1: you go to the you go to the police station first, and I say, get, "Hey, I
0: get a sign an agreement
1: with them." I want to put a cell phone tower in your police station inside an exclusive outside
0: inside in your- of them because these guys, they have any police installations or so police stations, their barracks, their officer quarters, all of that stuff. They got a lot of space. So these mm. towers are only about maybe 20 feet by 20 feet. They're not that big. Oh, you know yeah. what?
1: I think of a tower. I think of.
0: Well, the they're really tower. tall, but they don't take up a lot of space. But they go through the ceiling. No, these are outside of the building. These are outside of the building, those tall, big, I see. wiry towers.
1: Not tower. in the police station, but like the police station area. In the, like, yeah, in okay, the area. I got, right. you, I, yeah, got yeah, you, just I got but you. But within
0: the police station, so it's protected.
1: So you find a plot of land That's in all the police is. station. If they got enough space, exactly. you construct it.
0: Exactly. So I signed, I signed a monopoly with the police. That way I'm the only one that could do it. So I, I was an exclusivity with them. So they literally made me almost like their property manager for all their land. Specifically for this,
1: so do you charge the police station?
0: Yeah, so no, well, I don't, no, instead, I pay them. So I give them a percentage of the money I get from the cell phone companies. That's hard, yeah. So I was doing that for several years. That's where I made my first dollar, so to speak. Yeah, Yeah.
1: how long were you doing that business?
0: That was probably going on for about maybe five, six years, but unfortunately, Nigeria is a lot of corruption. Once people see that you're on to something. And then maybe they change presidents or whatever. Then the next person takes it from you. And that's eventually what happened. They just took the. Oh, they just took it from me. Basically. And I had a database of over 150 sites I had that were paying me continuity, regular money. How much did you make in you? Oh, yeah. I was probably say um, it was probably in about two, about a million to two million almost every year, every other year. Really? And bringing in pure profit. Pure profit. profit. Pure profit. Because I only had to do the work once. When I traversed the whole country and I got all those sites, that was it. Yeah. Wow. That's when I got my first exotic, too.
1: Yeah. But you wanted to bring
0: California, it out? Yeah. It, no, no. Yeah, it was <laughs> outside. A Ferrari yeah. California. Yeah, <laughs> I own a Ferrari California back
1: there. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. didn't live in Nigeria over the I five did. Years.
0: Well, I went there briefly just mm-hmm. to do that. And I'd come back and forth, back and forth. Gotcha. But yeah. After the whole political crap, I left. And
1: okay. So, yeah. To go from. So these five years, were you just focused on building that business I was or just did you have fo- other stuff going on? I was on?
0: just focused on that. I had something else. They, they call them loan sharks. I used to lend out money. People would give me watches, expensive watches, give me cars. I used to get cars for money as collateral, and I'll lend them money. Like a pawn shop. Kind of like that, yeah. I was doing that for a while. I was paying good money. You give me gold, I'll take your chain, I'll give you some money. Yeah. I made good money off of that actually. That's <laughs> I did so hard, that actually. Yeah, I did that. And that's where the whole Mike the businessman thing comes
1: from, And I've I done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff. So, so okay, emotionally, okay, yeah. I just want to kind of tap into how you felt losing this business yeah. that you spent five years building. Yeah. You making a million, two million dollars a year? A lot a of money, year. good money. How did you feel when they just took it?
0: Oh, it was gut wrenching. Actually, even the way they took it, it was actually a retired police officer that orchestrated the whole thing arrested my staff literally within it happened so quickly they
1: arrested just oh yeah
0: oh yeah he invited our my staff out there on their false pretenses he comes there and literally they arrest him had before i knew it like literally within two days he was locked up in prison not even a jail cell they took him to court overnight locked him up in prison he was there for a whole month oh it just my happened gosh. so and they just threw a bunch of false charges after him against him and you know, and all they want is a bribe and then they were trying to bully us out of it and take the contract and that's what they did. Dang, shout out to my So I was just like, Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm good, man.
1: Dang man. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So uh okay. Did you That's when we packed up? Hey man, I and, wanna yeah. how you feel about black people, man? <laughs> Like he's going Yo, all over the place. I'm him, like, saying, Nigeria, geez. like, this is, yeah. this is our, like, our homeland. I know, I know, Blacks, I know,
2: I man. know.
0: It's sad, bro. It's, it's sad, lovely. literally. Um, We had to pack our bags and come back out here. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when I came back, and then I put back the suit and tie on, and I went to corporate America.
1: Dang. Yeah. What's that feeling? To go from being a boss yeah. to having to- It was humbling. Go get it almost killed me.
0: It literally almost killed me. Doing corporate, I did corporate for about a year and a half, two years. I developed- my health just started breaking down. I don't know if it's just sitting at a desk Anxiety, for hours. bro. I, that too, man. It's just not me. I got a DVT blood clot, landed me in an ER. I almost died. I couldn't walk for almost a year. So that's when I knew, okay, corporate America was not for me. Um, the straw that broke the camel's back was when um, I was up for a promotion. A boss promised me a promotion, a title, and a raise. I bust my behind for this bank for several years. They gave me the title. I got the VP title. They only gave me a $2,000 raise.
1: How much was so. you making?
0: I was probably at the time with my bonus maybe, but I was about $125,000, $130,000. Um, i am like, yo, at this rate, 2000 every three, four years, I'd be slaving forever. Yeah, and I'm trying to retire my mom and my dad. It just, I couldn't see myself doing that. Yeah, So that's when you I did that. You
1: 2000 2000 A month or
0: no no. Yeah, two thousand no for the year. That was a raise. They increased my salary by just two thousand (laughs) dollars. So they raised me up, I think, from one fifteen of a base to one seventeen. That was my base. And then a ten thousand dollar bonus per year. Yo. Yeah, exactly. I knew I had to dip
1: out. Yeah, you know, that's why I tell people, man, like they wanna rush to go be successful. But if something happens and you gotta go back, I would rather Mm Get there slowly, yeah. then get there quickly and I have to come back because that plays on a man's pride. Yeah, I know. Ego.
0: I know. I know. It crushed me.
1: Yeah, you know for sure it firsthand.
0: Yeah. I've had to I've had to deal with adversity like that several times. And I think that was almost what the second time in my life I had to rebuild. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. You said that was the second time you had second to rebuild. We're not going to get into well, all of that. Yes, Man. we are. We got time. What was the first time we had to rebuild? I used
0: to own um, an insurance agency. So when um, I graduated from Rutgers, Newark, um, I always tell people Jersey raised me, but Texas paid me. I couldn't get a job in Jersey. Mm. I couldn't get a job. I searched around. I couldn't get out. I, I had a, a computer science degree. I couldn't get a job. So some buddies of mine were doing auto insurance. They were selling auto insurance in Texas. So they told me to come out and they'll teach me the game. Mm-hmm. So I flew out there, slept on my buddy's couch for several several months. Shout out to my boy Easy and Desmond for putting me on. And um, yeah, I learned the game and I started selling auto insurance for an insurance agency. And back then we were like 21, bro, 22, making almost 100000 selling auto insurance. You'd never mm. think you could do that. Um, and made good money. I opened up my own. Lo- I had three locations in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Selling auto insurance. Matter of fact, true story, that's where I met my wife. Oh, I wow. sold her auto insurance. Oh, wow. yeah. I kid you not, bro. She was riding hot. She had a right. suspended license, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got her. So I told her, yeah, I'll get your insurance for $50. I knew I was going to upsell her when she came in. Right. <laughs> I love her. She came in, and uh, yeah, that's how I closed the deal. But, um, and yeah, then you closed the deal. I, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But nah, bro, it, it worked out well till the economy crashed. Things got really bad around 28, yeah. to 2008, 2009. That's when I had to close those down. And then um, that opportunity with the, the police came up. Yeah. I went out to go do that for some years and then came back to do Corporate America.
1: Bro, this is this is my big... It's not an issue, but this is my 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 thing yeah. Around like the pandemic preneurs, mm-hmm. which congratulations to everybody right. like built something yeah. in a time where it was the perfect opportunity. A you took advantage of it, right? But you don't really understand business. Hundred percent, I agree because you only understand it in one type of market, one era. Like yep. I, I left my job at the cheesecake for one. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, yeah. But I left my job at the cheesecake factory 2012. Okay, so for the last. 10 years, there's been ups and downs and right. ups and 100%. downs and president changes and economic changes and waves on social media come yep. and go and things of that nature. Yep. So, like, this is why I'm I'm really trying to understand your story. Yeah. Because now it's painting a picture yeah. that what you're doing right now isn't because there was just an opportunity. No. Like, you've been an entrepreneur for 100%. a long time now.
0: No, 100%. And not only that, you think, look at my experience. Why am I successful at car rentals? Because I have auto insurance experience. I did that for several years. I know yeah. it in and out. Then I did risk management. For me, I feel like the car rental business, the where people fail is they get thirsty for money. Second somebody flashes some cash, they hand over the keys. Yeah. And then you wreck yourself. Ask my, 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 my employees. We have processes in place like, We vet our clientele before we hand over the keys. I turn away more people than I say yes to. Really? Yeah, so it's all because of my background. So, yeah, I take this very seriously. Why do you
1: turn people away?
0: Just because every day people are going to want... We get scammers every single day trying to steal our cars. Oh, yeah, they'll send you fake driver's licenses, fake insurance cards, all of that stuff.
1: Every day? Oh, yeah.
0: They'll hit up every rental company in the city till somebody says yes to hand over the keys to them.
1: You got to vet these people. Gotcha. I want to get to how to identify... Scammers. A scammer, for oh, sure. But before we do that, yeah. um, I, I want to know how the idea was birthed. Gotcha. Though. Okay. To get into the
0: car rental yeah. business? All right. So, yeah. Funny enough, um, after when I, I, I got sick and I knew corporate America wasn't for me anymore... That's when I stumbled onto YouTube and this uh, channel on YouTube called The Social Proof Podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I see a guy on there. Isn't this quite a moment? <laughs> Tell me about it, right? There you
0: go. There you go. And I seen a guy on there called Him 500. Mm. And he had a conference mm. in Miami, Recession Proof Conference. Yeah. And I flew out there for that, where a man called David Shans also spoke to <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I told you I was a fan, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then I met Neo out there too. And I was I wasn't sure about leaving my job. Funny enough, Neo was the one to convinced me to not let fear paralyze me and go ahead and make that move. I wasn't sure um, because I'd had so many setbacks in the past and, and I have a family and all of that. And that's when I made that bold move. I had some friends that were doing a car rental thing. or making some my money, doing Turo, making a little bit of change. So I just figured, man, I already know auto insurance. I, I know risk management. This should be easy enough for me. I don't know a whole lot about cars. I couldn't tell you the difference between a V8 from a V6. Yeah. I know how to monetize these things. I also remember back then I did the loan shark thing. People would give me cars all the time. So I kind of, I know the business. I know how to make money off of cars. So that's how it was birthed. Mm. Pretty much. What was your first car? Did you already know you were doing strictly exotic? No, 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 no. So like I, I do, I have the economies, luxuries and the exotics. Yeah, But I did go mostly high luxury and exotics. Starting off, Got just you. because that's where you
1: make more money. And I and I was looking at the so you have seven, you have nineteen total, seventeen exotics, two economy. No, no, I don't not nineteen. No, I have about twelve cars. Yeah, Close yeah, tw- 12, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, twelve. Yeah, and
0: twelve cars total. Yeah, and how many are exotic? Um, almost what? About ten of them? Eleven of them? About ten? Like, Eleven? Of okay, yeah. 10, 11 yeah. exotics. Yeah. And so then I have a, have a few like economies. I have um about four economy cars.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that'd be fourteen cars four, instead six, of
0: twelve. Twelve or 14, 16, something like that. Around gotcha. There, okay, yeah, like that. okay yeah. yeah, so... Somewhere around there.
1: Are you always in acquisition mode, like you're always no,
0: picking up cars? No, no, So I, I'm very particular with the cars I buy. Um, I always tell people, like, don't start chasing the latest model cars. You don't want to do that. Instead, you want to go buy the oldest model, the oldest look of the newest design. All right, so perfect the example. oldest look. Yeah, of the newest body style. Of the newest... Or, or the oldest year of the newest body style. That makes right? sense. So say the Corvette C8. If they refresh the body style in 2020, don't buy the 2023, go buy the 2020. All right. Cause then you're not got eating it. that depreciation. You've got the latest looking car so you can run that vehicle for several years before you have to get rid of it. Right. So that's what keeps us from having to keep constantly buying vehicles. Right. All right. So I'm strategic. And nobody
1: with, knows the difference between the 2020. Terrible, days, yeah. I got
0: people renting out 2010 Rolls Royce Ghosts. All they do is change out the lights, put the stars in the ceiling, maybe throw in an RMS blanket and pillow in there and they charging 13, 1400 a day. Wow. And they paid only $90,000 for that Rolls Royce versus the next cat that bought the Hermes edition and, and you know, or the black badge and spent 300000 and you're still charging 1300 Oh my goodness. Exactly. So it's just knowing how to buy right. What was the first exotic you bought? The first one I bought was I bought the Lamborghini Huracan and the McLaren 570 GT. You weren't scared? No, sir. I already knew the game. I, I knew be. what to do. I'd already, I'd already started doing, um, private rentals, using the cheaper cars for about a few months. I had clientele. I was ready for it.
1: All right, so tell me about this private rental thing. Yo, I actually have, I got a a Range Rover that nobody drives. I haven't, I gave it to my boy to sell. He's supposed to sell it three months ago Mm -hmm. and I'm still paying this $900 note on it. And I do want to, I would prefer to do a private rental, rent it out to somebody. Okay. But, how do how do I know how to do it without getting scammed? Like they crashed the car and gotcha. I'm just left holding the bag. What do I got to do?
0: All right, so let's take a step back, right? So if you want to start, so I'm talking to the person out there that maybe like in his situation, you've got one car and you want to rent it out. I'll tell you, okay. First off, let's protect our bases, right? Um, go secure the car. So risk management. All right, make sure there's trackers in the vehicle, so that way it doesn't get stolen.
1: Go get hold car- on no, real quick. Yeah. Do you mind if I call my wife real quick? Yeah, hundred percent. Do that. Cause yep. uh, we need to do this okay. immediately. Cause so the car is sitting
0: and you're making your payment. It's in just order. sitting
1: there, bro. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah, gonna I tell me, but I'm act, my wife would probably actually go through these steps. Okay, because I don't want to just pay. Just hey, the uh, kids sleep? No, they're not. Mm. All right, so I got somebody here, Mike. I'm, I'm recording a podcast. He's gonna teach us how to uh, how to rent out this Range Rover because I don't want to keep paying every month. <laughs> he's he's about to, he's. I wanna sell it. I I wanted to sell it for less money than I owed. Okay. Like, oh wow. But I because I just wanna get rid of it. It's a headache. That bro. bad. Oh
0: wow. Okay.
1: Yes. So um all right, so he's about to give you the steps on what we need to do, all right. So I'm about to put you on speaker. To rent it out. We about to get this money. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hold on, hold on one second. I got I got you on speaker. You're on the podcast. Go ahead, say what?
4: Hey, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm how are I'm you? To you now.
4: I'm turning down. Hey, Alexa. To
1: zero. So, I, I was telling her, like, we need to run it out, but she's saying we need to just sell it. I, again, I was, bro, I, I keep lowering the price. Like, yeah. yo, just sell it at a loss. Okay. Because I'd rather lose a few thousand than have to pay almost $1,000 every month. All right,
0: give me some context. What year is it? And what kind what, of Range Rover is it? What year is the Range Rover? It's a 2017. Okay. 17. Sport, Velar, what is it?
2: I think
4: it's sport sport HSC. Oh, HSC. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: that's a good one. It's a nice car there you go. It's a nice car. Yeah, so it's really nice. here's what I'll tell you. First things first, before you rent that out, risk management. All right, because you guys are in Atlanta, it's a little hotter. In Dallas, I could get away with one tracker. Out here in Atlanta, you guys need at least two. All right. So make sure you have at least two trackers in the vehicle. Another thing we do is when we're putting these trackers in the car, while they're installing the trackers, put an Apple Air tag in there. All right. We hide it in the wiring harnesses, just throw it in there somewhere. Air tags are cheap, $10, $20. Go put one in there. That way you have protection. You can always track the vehicle, all right? Um, because sometimes when you go into underground garages, you can't track those vehicles with the trackers. Mm-hmm. Air tag will. All right, so do that. As far as insurance, you can actually get a commercial insurance policy for a hundred bucks. And then that way you could legally rent that vehicle out to anybody.
1: So I get an ins- uh, commercial uh, a- Commercial insurance policy.
0: Commercial insurance policy. Yeah, there's a company out there called Lula. Lula Insurance, Lula will actually give you commercial insurance. So now you guys could actually rent it out to anybody, even if they don't have insurance. And then the car is covered. Even if they don't have insurance? Yeah. So now you're relying on the commercial insurance policy. So now that takes away that worry from you. So if anything was to happen, you can track the car. You can locate the car to go retrieve it. And also, God forbid, they steal the car. There's Lula to cover you. So right there, I've just shown you how you can avoid transfer and mitigate the risk. Oh, wow. Now, the biggest thing I'll tell you guys, too, is so to, to get clientele, Right. Um, I
1: always and tell. Hold you. on, real quick. And Dre, our objective is doing like long term rentals, not like somebody rent it for two days and come back. We're not doing that. Yeah, We're but it's like gonna be long-term. hard
0: doing long term with those expensive cars. It's not every day you're gonna find somebody that's gonna pay I you. I
1: don't need every day. I need someone
0: <laughs> today. I need one. The economy like, cars, the economy cars, easy. You can get long term rentals every day. Luxury cars might take a little bit more time. You have to actually find people. Yeah. So that, right. then you have to do some marketing.
1: And, if it, and what if it's a discount?
0: There you go. Give him a discount.
1: Bro, okay. I want. So, how much can I rent this car out for, for you? For me like personally, Range a Range Rover like that, I. Promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay. I'll see you at the summit. and Don't forget to use promo code big deal.
0: I rent out for anywhere from $4.99 to $6.99 a day. A day. Yeah. yeah Private to- rental.
1: I give it to them for like, I, my note is like $900 yeah. or whatever. If I can get $2,000 a month, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. That's easy then. Yeah, you could do that easy. Put
0: that even put that on Facebook Marketplace. Somebody would take that vehicle. It's all the way up. Yeah. If I had 2000 a month, that's a steal. But you, you got to limit the miles though. Don't give them unlimited miles. Okay. Yeah. Dre, you got it? You got that?
5: Mm-hmm. What's the name of the insurance company again?
0: It's
1: called Lula. L-U-L-A. Lula Insurance. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Yep. All right. So, uh, call... Call him and tell him to send the car back to our house so we can get it going. That way you can monetize it until you sell it. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right, thanks. I'll be home in a little bit. Okay. All right, so, um, okay. That that was helpful. There you go. I hope I helped. Yeah. That's helpful. Because I don't want to do, I want to just long-term, let me just not lose money, bro.
0: I always tell people: so if you can't if you can't do ma- paid marketing, leverage your social currency. Everybody needs to know you got that vehicle. Let them know. Let your yeah, and then somebody'll take it. Gotcha.
1: Okay. All right. So your first, you you got the Lamborghini Huracan, Huracan. Mm-hmm. first, and, a, and another car. Yeah. And your first, did you ever have you ever lost money
0: on on a car? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent especially when I first started, because I listened to a lot of these YouTube gurus and a lot of them were making recommendations on vehicles and stuff like that. Um, that was my biggest mistake. Um, so my first six months was the bumpiest ride because I was working off a free game. Um, I have to learn the hard way.
1: Working off a of free game. Yeah. I learned that's a way. bar, actually. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I learned. I, yeah. I, Dang, that's, I'm going to steal that. Yeah, okay. yeah. A
1: lot of people are working off a of free game. You, I was you telling can. somebody, yo, you yeah. can't get rich on a webinar, 100%. bro.
0: No, you cannot. No, sir. You got to no, buy
1: girl. the thing, whatever they're selling at the end, buy you got to buy that.
0: Yep. The, oh, I tell people all the time the only difference between you and the next rich person is information. They have information you don't have, and they're not going to give it to you for free. That's you got to pay to play. That's it. I listen to these gurus and, you know, because you go to these Facebook groups, like 2 groups, the number one question is always, what car should I buy? You don't ever want to ask that question. It's the wrong question to ask. I cringe when people ask me that because I don't know where you live at. Yeah. All right. Everybody's locale is different. What works in Broken Bowl, Oklahoma might not work in Manhattan. All right. Maybe Mm -hmm. they need a Jeep Wrangler over there, but in Manhattan, they need a Mini Cooper. All right. Go find out. So I always... a step back before you get into this business right i always tell people identify your your niche where do you want to focus do you want to cater to business executives do you want to cater to tourists families um celebrities um economy gig economy workers pick a niche and then now go by the vehicles that those people want to drive define your avatar your target audience so for me You know, it's going to be tourists. It's going to be people that look like me, black and brown individuals that just want to look fly, go out on date night, have a good time in these cars. Mm. All right. That's my avatar. And so I buy the vehicles they want. I buy them in the colors they want too, not what I like. You got to take yourself out of the equation. Your feelings will not matter. I don't care if David only likes driving yellow vehicles, if that's your color. I don't care. Don't send me a yellow vehicle. I ain't going to run it out for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to wrap that bad boy into a color that my audience will rock with.
1: But how do you find out what they want in your location? Market research. Look around. Perfect example.
0: Say you want to rent out your economy vehicle, all right, to gig economy workers. Like you mentioned, the long-term play, right? Those, that would be the niche that's more long-term. Those people that have nine to fives, maybe the person working at Walmart, 7-Eleven, they just need a car to get to work every day. Yeah. Maybe their credit shot, they can't afford one. People like us supply those cars to them, and they keep them long-term. We don't charge them daily. I only do weekly or monthly rentals of those types of people. So these economy cars are gone. All right. So what I do is say you want to target gig economy workers. Next time you order Uber Eats, look at the kind of car they're driving. Yeah. That's the car you go buy. If I want to cater mm. to executives, look at the Uber Black that just brought me here—a suburban, a black, all black suburban. That would be the kind of car I would buy if I want to cater to business executives.
1: Got it. So, That's so identify you who you want to cater to in your market. In your market. And then figure out what they want. That's Yo, it. Speaking of which, bro, and yeah. I'm about to I'm about to call my guy yeah. because. He acts I think something happened to his car, mm-hmm. and he had an issue getting like another car. Yeah, so he had to rent another car. And I told him like, "Yo, I think I can rent my car for you." But then mm-hmm. I was thinking about like, uh, I don't know if I, if I'm set up. Hold on, I'm about, I'm about to ask him real quick. Oh, okay, yeah. Yo, bro, I'm uh, recording the the social group podcast right now, and I think I figured out how I can rent you my, I can show you my car and my truck. I just gotta figure out how much you paying, but. I think we figured it out with the whole insurance thing. So if I can call you live on the Social Proof Podcast during the recording, uh, just send me a text message. Okay, I might, I, might go, I might rent this to my boy. There like. you go.
0: Hey, but just going back to like defining your target audience, like let me tell you how important that is. Like because you might live in a predominantly white area. Mm. All right, Caucasian, Asian males or females have different preferences, especially when it comes to like the higher end vehicles. They want right. the Aston Martins. They want the Nissan GTRs. You know, they want those type Porsches. All right. Yeah. The urban, the black crowd, you're not driving no Porsche GT3. You're not asking for no Aston Martin. You want That's the right. Lamborghini Huracan. You want the Urs. You want the Bentley. Yeah. We like the flashier cars. We don't care about the performance of the engine. So, it's very important to define your avatar when you're getting these cars. Otherwise,
1: you, yeah, you won't make no money. Gotcha. What about the Turo play? You yeah. get a car, yeah. you put it on Turo, yeah. and make it do what it do. I per- see, for
0: me, the reason why I preach private car rentals is at the end of the day, it's all about establishing our own book of business. All right. When you have, funny enough, when we were just coming out from our Airbnb, we saw a sign literally, it said Turo. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's a Turo headquarters. No, it was a guy that had a rental car shop. And he called it Turo. And that blows oh, wow. my mind because He's Turo's a business. T- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Turo has its own book of business. Turo has the customer's name, phone number, and email. We the host don't have that. Yeah. We're not allowed to have that. We don't have a book of business. So how can you say you have a Turo business? No, Turo does. Turo's about to go. They have an IPO they're about to launch. Are they? Yeah, you can't. We can't we can't sell a Turo business. But a private car owner business, I have a database of clients. I could sell my business. I could, buy, I could put my business on biz, by sell, and sell it because I have a mm. book of business. You can't do that. I could pass it on. You can't pass oh, on it tour a business. That's one reason why I preach private rentals. The second reason is I like keeping all of my coins. I don't know about you. These platforms take up to 40% of your bread. That's my biggest problem. With private rentals, we charge a whole lot more and we keep 100%
1: of our bread. Mm. That's the biggest thing for me is the money. Got it. Okay. And I guess you got that from the insurance business, where you get your own book of business, especially. But even that, you didn't own it. But philosophy, yeah,
0: hundred percent. I did own the second one. That's why I left, break out to go get my own book of business. Yes, got it. Same thing.
1: Okay, so how are you finding these people who need these cars? So
0: there's three different forms of marketing that you could employ. So there's organic marketing, right? You could use things like Facebook Marketplace. You could use social currency, people that you know. Right. Next time you're at the club popping bottles, you need to put your company name up. Let yeah. them see it. Create a buzz, right? That's just organic, right? Um, another way you could also do it is collaborate with other rental car companies in your area. Yeah. Like I get a lot of my business from other rental car companies or what we call brokers. Brokers are like wholesalers in real estate, mm-hmm. middlemen. And they will fly. They will if they know you have cars and they know you're serious about this. They will send you a crap load of business. Yeah, you know. So there's a lot of brokers out there. Matter of fact, majority of the car rental websites you see out there are owned by brokers. They're not owned by a, that brick and mortar companies. Oh wow. Yeah, customers will call them like, yeah, I want this Lexus on your website, and then they just connect that customer to a natural car rental company like me that has that vehicle.
1: Why don't you adopt that model? I just
0: for me why I could um it just wasn't the route I went a lot of these brokers too the reason why they do that is because maybe they don't have the credit or they can't afford the cars to get started that's why they go that route I would rather be the person making the bulk of the money and I'm monetizing these cars anyways I don't get emotionally attached to these cars if they're not making any money we're selling them I have minimum benchmarks I need to make for each car my economy cars have to make me a thousand dollars per month net each car Mm. luxury cars fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars per month net minimum those are minimum benchmarks all right. So let me ask you this, though. Yeah.
1: If an economy car needs to make you $1,000. Yeah, minimum. Minimum. Yeah. And your luxury car needs to make you $1,500. To $3,000 minimum. To fifteen three thousand dollars $3,000 minimum. Yeah. It still seems like you should just go all economy. Some people do because with like economy low car. overhead, It's not that much of a price difference in terms of it's your qu- minimum. It's a
0: quantity over quality type thing because it's just like high-ticket coaching or anything high ticket, right? High ticket versus low ticket, right? Mm-hmm. High ticket clientele, better clientele, they take better care of your cars. I would rather sell four items at twenty five bucks than sell a hundred at a dollar. Yeah. All right. And plus the problems. I don't want the one dollar customer problems. That's with the real. economy car play, you tend to get a lot of that. All gotcha. right. You could get yeah, you attract some of that clientele. Um with the more upscale clientele that pay me a bag for these cars, you don't hear a peep out of them. Yeah. They scuff your rims. They are happy forfeiting their $2,000 deposit. They <gasps> smoke in the car. They don't mind. Yeah, sure. You can keep the deposit. Those are
1: the clientele I want. If someone smokes in your car, you 800%. take 2000
0: Yeah. $2,000? Yeah, my deposit is between $1,400 and $2,000. It's in our contract. We let you know. Matter of fact, once you drive off, we, are, we have an automated service that will send you a text message letting you know the rules. They're okay
1: with that. Ooh, that's lit. Yeah. Hey, y'all. I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on a couch, someone rings the doorbell, your child left their key at school, and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry, so it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, You don't have, even if you got, you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app, enhanced night vision, it's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh recordings locally and you don't have to pay. For the storage, customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat, okay? Listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com, EUFY.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy video lock. That's E-U-F-Y. FY video lock or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay. You can get a complete control of your front door, your life back door. Incredible. Okay. So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock.
4: With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stripe Bank NA members of FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.
0: Yeah, we don't play with that. You take my car out of town, you've lost your deposit. How many times do people
1: lose their deposit?
0: I don't try to what do that percentage? all the time. I'm not, not saying what people, percentage though. I would say maybe about a good 20, 30%. And then some. if it's a regular, we're not going to take the whole thing. Yeah. You know, we'll um maybe just take a little bit. We will penalize them, but not the whole thing. Now, if it's somebody that just didn't give a crap, they just trashed the car and left. Yeah, we're keeping it Uh,
1: What about the whole smoking thing? If somebody decides to smoke in your car, yeah. is it like impossible to get out? No, use an
0: ozonator. And that's another thing I tell people. Like the whole smoking thing shouldn't be a big deal to people. I always cringe when I see people complain like, "Oh man, they smoked in my car." Nah, you treat these customers well. Like I don't care. That's fine. Did you enjoy your trip? All right, thank you. I hope you come again. We'll ozonate the car. We'll charge them for it and keep it moving. Like, don't get out of your feelings with these cars. Yeah. Two thousand dollar blunt. There you go. People don't see high ticket customers yeah, don't mind. Yeah. High ticket customers that's the don't Lewis mind. Episode.
1: Two thousand dollar <laughs> blunt. Real? God, they league. don't. They don't mind, bro. They I don't mind ever. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yep. All right, so. What is your highest profiting vehicle? How Every about month, I tell month you this?
0: The, Well, obviously it's going to be the like the Lambos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those would be the
1: highest ones. And like on average, I know it's not a minimum, but yeah. on average, what can you expect to make from
0: having like, a Lambo? If you have the right one, right color, anywhere from about fifteen thousand and up a month. If you wow. if you're doing good marketing, all of that, yeah. If it's a very busy season, yeah, even more, yeah. Cause so there. that
1: one car gives you 15000 100,000, yeah. 100%.
0: Yeah. Just, just yesterday, somebody took it for two, two, two three days. So that's almost 3000 right there just on a two day rental. So, yeah, it happens regularly. Man. I'll tell you this, David. My BMW i8, December 16th, 17th of 2021, a guy rented a car. He paid us, he was paying us $4,700 a week. He paid us that for 11 months. He brought it back November of 2022. So that car made me one hundred and seventy-eight thousand dollars. It's on my YouTube channel, Document.
1: Yes, How much sir. was the car?
0: The car cost me that BMW i8 cost me eighty thousand. He paid it over twice and some. Oh crap! True story.
1: Yep. Facts.
0: True story, bro. It's Who on my YouTube are these channel. Humans
1: that are willing to pay forty-seven dollars a week for a car a week. Yeah. 40, a, yeah 4700
0: a week it's the same people you see on instagram that their profiles are private they don't like showing their faces there's people out there they don't want their government name on any document i don't i don't know what they do i don't, bro, care. Nino I don't know nino line... brown was
1: running your car bro.
0: i don't care hey david that's i like don't 20, care it's almost twenty thousand dollars a month his money's green right it his deposits right there you go that's all
1: i care about it puts shoes on my babe my kids i'm trying to do you ever talk to the guy like yo bro no, I eighteen thousand. Do you know you could just go buy this? If you can spend eighteen thousand dollars a month, yeah, you probably yeah. could just go buy the car. You want to
0: hear what's even crazier? Do you know how the rental ended? Actually, we got a letter from the city of Mesquite telling us our car was in an impound, and it had been there for two months since August. This was November, and he was still paying, he bro. Sold <laughs> he was still paying. <laughs> I yep. kid you not. Cocaine. He was still paying. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've got if this right. if this was you cocaine bro
0: you saw <laughs> david we went out there we went to the impound the car was a slightly scuffed up we cleaned the car back up called him up like hey sir we saw the car was at the impound do you still want it we were begging him to take the car I back <laughs> for real yeah he didn't want it anymore but yeah that's it <laughs> that was the end of the deal and we put the car back on the road no hard feelings we kept it moving
1: you know what i but you know it's just a, a smaller scale so i have a, a 2000 Sixteen yeah. Lexus. Okay, he has three fifty. Okay, and there was a guy. He we did. We was on a higher car. Okay, there you go. And I think he rented that joint out for like three months or so. There you go. Every single week, and it might have been eighty dollars a day. That's not bad. Yeah, it was really good. good. And, and higher I just car couldn't. takes forty
0: percent, right? Say it again. Higher car takes forty percent of that, or, uh, or I
1: don't again. know. My wife kept the money, Yeah, so. Okay. Know. <laughs> I'm not 100 sure, yeah. but I couldn't understand eighty dollars a day times thirty days. What is that twenty four hundred dollars a month? Yep, bro, just go buy a car. Some people can't afford; they don't have the credit to do that. Of, oh well, or they just don't know how to. Because there's a way. If you got the cash, someone's gonna be, even if it's an outs. Outlandish interest rate. Yeah, someone will sell you a car if you got the bread. Why do celebrities travel into
0: Atlanta and pay four thousand dollars a day to stay at a mansion? And they do it regularly, almost every month. Why? Why not just pay for a mortgage for a place here?
1: They haven't been taught financial literacy. You think so? A hundred percent.
0: I think there's a certain level of money you make too, where it's nothing.
1: I guess so. It's all relative.
0: It's all relative. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. To use my no, that's what's next person, you yeah. know what? Yeah, so yeah. when
1: I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, yeah. I couldn't imagine yeah. in what world would you spend like a thousand dollars for some shoes. There you go, in what world, right? Yeah. I'm looking at some of your joints now, nah, these only t- <laughs> like two and some change. There you go, but like there are you know, um, you know, name brand shoes, yeah. like in what, what bro, I'm, I'm used to uh buying like just regular jeans. I go to Macy's, go to Levi's section. Levi's are, what, 60 bucks? Yeah. And I couldn't ever imagine paying five hundred dollars for some jeans. There you go. Right. But I guess as things change, it's like, oh well I could do that. I, I could do it. Cause, yeah. Okay. So I take back the whole financial literacy there literacy thing, guys. I'm sorry, that was me and my poverty mindset. Matter sorry. of fact, I think the guy worked in corporate
0: America, at least that's what he told us. That's that was his cover story. Um, I have
1: no idea. <laughs> he
0: said he was a project manager. I have no idea. He was managing projects, <laughs> my <laughs> <way>. Trust me. <laughs> there 100%. You go. So have,
1: oh my gosh. I don't so ask questions, man. So there are people out there with that exposable income. Yes, sir. What are the what's the typical person yeah. that rents out an exa- exotic car? Do you see some of the same people? The profile. Or is it oh, um
0: Every There is a main avatar, right? So like I said, it's typically my urban clientele. They're younger males or females between the age of 21 and maybe 40 years old, 45 yeah. years old. I see that that's the demographic. Um, most of them are self-employed or hustlers, or it could be people that have a nine to five, maybe. Exotic vehicles are aspirational cars. Yeah. People grew up with photos, posters of these things That's on their right. walls, right? So That's they, right. they want to enjoy that. I, I, we have a customer. That's another thing too, David. There are people addicted to renting cars. Did you know there's an addiction, a rental car mean? addiction? The way people are addicted to pornography, cigarettes, alcohol. They are, there are people out there that are addicted to renting vehicles. They just, they love driving fancy cars. I kid you not, you got the, exactly. There's That's what addiction. I thought. Yes, there's an addiction. Every time they get a paycheck, they come spend their money on a car. They want to swap out a vehicle every single weekend. We have clientele like that. Wow. I don't ask questions. I'm not your counselor. You go figure that out. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> it's not my job to do that every weekend. I mean, we're swiping their cars, it's getting declined. I can see this is not good for them. They're doing it repeatedly, but they're grown people. I can't stop. <laughs>
1: Okay, so you said you swipe the card. You know they don't really have yeah, money. Yeah, you know like they that. send the money. They
0: got a cash app. You sell you and use a credit card. Make three. P- yeah, you, you can tell they can't really afford
1: to do this. Maybe they should stop. But I want to ask this question, man. For uh, the morality, yeah. there's there's a oh, here we go man. here we go because <laughs> I'm, cause I'm a, so this happened to me. I'm okay. working at the I'm, I'm working at the, the kiosk in the mall. So I have yeah. a T-shirt brand at the kiosk. Okay. And around tax time, mm-hmm. you see people who don't normally spend money like mm. that. And this lady comes up. She got a bunch of kids. I ask them to come over, get a t-shirt, right? Yeah. I do my little sales pitch or whatever. Yeah. And the lady starts buying t yeah. t-shirt. Let me get this one. Let me get that one. I like this one. Oh, and in my heart, I said to myself... She probably shouldn't be spending this money on t shirts. Mm. But do you think I said that out loud? Obviously not. You wanted your but commission. when they walked away, <laughs> I was bad. like, dang, why, <laughs> why didn't I just educate my sister? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Why didn't I say, hey, maybe, but then that'd be What I'd be profiling or judging people. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, like, I, that's, I, I don't get into that.
0: It's kind of like the used car salesman, let's get right? Into the was... used car salesman. When you come for a Toyota Camry and they upsell you to the Lexus and they know you can't afford those payments. They put you in it regardless, right? Is it ethical? Is it moral? Should they do that? I don't know. We were watching Black Mirror. Have you watched that on Netflix? No, I haven't. Oh, you gotta watch that show. That's our joint right What's now. What's it about? Oh my goodness. That's the beautiful thing about it. Every episode is like a entirely different show. Every episode is a completely different show. Y'all watch Black Mirror? You watch it? Black Mirror is the bomb. Black Mirror. Y'all need to check that out. Netflix.
1: You watch Black Mirror?
0: Y'all got to check it out. The episode we just watched, right? It was almost on the same thing. Paparazzi. These guys were paparazzi and they're stalking all these celebrities and like they go above and beyond. They're stalking them just to get that juicy photo, right? Is it ethical? She got these pictures of the celebrity. He came out of a motel with another guy and he's married and she published them, and he begged her not to. And he committed suicide. <gasps> yeah. So, like, did she should she have done it? It's her job. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? For me, personally, I, I that's taking it too far. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but. I mean, how are you going to go from renting a car to somebody? Like, did you just put me in that position? Come
1: on. Um, But yeah. the greatest conversation about entrepreneurship (laughs) show in the world. Oh my goodness.
2: Like, are we still talking about... Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com.
3: Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
0: You know, when you go to the bank and they flip your money and they make a bag off of your money and then give you 0.000% of it, is that ethical? We can go on for days.
1: Yeah. Hey guys, it's, capital, y'all just, it's capitalism, David. It's capitalism. Yeah, for sure. Y'all comment below your thoughts. What do y'all okay. think? Should Should I have <laughs> not sold that lady the extra shirts or the sweatshirt <laughs> in the summertime? Yo, I remember. Yo, it was I had like That's hoodies hilarious. and it was hot outside. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you should get the hoodie. It's, it's hot outside. <laughs> it's gonna be cold later. You know what I mean? And then I walked away. I felt terrible. But Yeah. Then I think I. I bought a nice lunch for myself.
0: That's the beauty of capitalism, I think, David. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, I I, I yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, back to car rentals.
0: Yeah, back to car rentals, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Scaling. Yes, sir. So, um, I have some I have uh some friends where it's really promoted we need to get a whole bunch of cars. Mm, bunch of them. About that. And I wanna know your philosophy because you got 12, 14 cars, nothing crazy. Yeah. It's a it's a lot yeah. for an average person, but yeah. in terms of like scaling, it's not, it's not like no, a lot. No. What are your thoughts?
0: I'm very that? opinionated about that actually. And that's what attracts people to my my program because I'm very I'm first off, I'm more quality over quantity, number one. Number two is David, you have no idea. Like there's a lot of gurus out there telling people to go buy 30 cars in 30 days. And literally that phrase alone has resulted in a lot of bankruptcies in our community. A lot of people went out there and did that. They bought a bunch of vehicles in 30 days. And for those of you guys that don't understand what that means, it's when you buy, say it's January the 1st, you go buy a car on January the 1st. January the 2nd, you go buy another car. All right, the dealership you buy from the second time doesn't know you just bought a car the day before because it doesn't hit your credit for 30 days.
1: quick, that's not fraud though, right? It's not fraud. I actually there did a video entitled
0: 33 cars in 30 days. There <laughs> is no fraud about There is no fraud whatsoever. Gotcha. The issue with that is after 30 days, all those cars hit your credit and it's almost impossible to get them off. Mm. That's the problem that you can't even qualify for a cell phone later. That's the issue. A lot of people, because your DTI, your debt to income ratio gets messed up. Like, literally, you owe half a million dollars worth of cars, and you're barely making $100,000. Nobody's ever giving you a credit card again. And a lot of people- Again, are, ever. God, A lot of people are drowning, and then some people bought those cars during the bubble. Yes. When the prices of these vehicles were overpriced. They paid double. So now they're stuck They're stuck in those vehicles. They can't get out of them, and their DTI is trash. They can't yeah. refinance them, nothing. So that was that's my thing. Like I I, I like measured growth. Don't yeah. just because you can, don't go do it. First off, set up an LLC. If you want to go buy thirty cars in thirty days, do it under an LLC. That's what I teach people how to do. Set up your LLC the right way for a rental car company. All right, people don't notice. Run the rental car industry is high risk. Banks see it as high risk, and so you need to. Um, what we do is we create the way we create an LLC. But you create, you have a parent company as a, a general consulting company, right? That way you could use a general consulting company. You go get your vehicles. Go buy, Bank of America will give you four cars under one LLC, all right? You can get as many as you want mm. with an LLC. That's fine. You can go to Toyota Financial and go get 30 cars.
1: But still, you have personal guarantee. So but they don't show up on your credit. But when you, if they, if you, something goes wrong. Yeah, obviously, credit, but that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's normal, yeah.
0: right? You want to personally guarantee stuff. We yeah. shouldn't run away from that responsibility. Right. That's the way to do it. Right, but issue is when you put those on your personal. A lot of people are putting those on their personal, got and they got wrecked.
1: That's real. Yeah. Yo, my boy, I'm about to call my boy real quick. So you you gonna show us how to get this? Because I need 100%. I need to. I gotta do something, bro. I don't like this. How many money. cars do you have? What is I got like money out? Is this just a Range Rover? I got too many. Yeah, I got. Okay. I have. I have a couple. All right. Jay, what up? Yo, what yo, yo, you're live here on the uh, Social Proof Podcast, man. Putting your business on the streets. <laughs> All right, so Jay, your your car, you you had crashed your car, right, or something happened. You got an accident, right? Right. Um, you got you got some background noise. Oh, that's better. All right, so what had to happen? Because now you're, how much you pay for your car now? Uh, like a thousand
5: dollars a
1: month. A thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Okay. So there was an issue. There was something you were telling me. Because I was like, yo, I got this. I got my Lexus. So I was like, yo, I'll give you my Lexus. Yeah. Let me get that. You know what I mean? Get mm-hmm. a little, little little, discount. And it's a nice car. Yeah. But you were having an issue, right? With the, uh, what was the problem?
5: Insurance. So, uh, well, no, I think what happened was, I think your wife actually had um, a higher rate than you expected. But originally, what I was saying was, I know on my car now, I had to add it to my insurance. But you know, um, you can't really add a car to your insurance unless uh, the person lives in the house with you. Yep, that's what um, that's what they were saying originally. So it's hard to it's hard to add a car to your insurance unless they unless the person lives in the house with
1: you. Yeah, got it. But because so if I- you don't
5: own the car, you have to. If you don't own a car, the person that owns the car has to be on the insurance. And um, in order to have another person on the car, they will have to be like.
1: Direct relatives to you and, and and have to live with you, right? Okay, so I'm here with uh with Michael and he was saying that I can get some commercial insurance. I can get incur- commercial insurance. Lula,
0: Lula insurance. Yep.
1: Lula insurance, and it only costs me like a hundred dollars,
0: hundred bucks a month. Yeah. There's Lula. There's GMI. There's two of them, two major ones. Yeah. And you can you know get that, and then he could drive the car. No worries.
1: How much is your insurance, Jay? Uh, for this one, I think is like, I
5: think it's like. It might be like two fifty
1: or something like that. Okay, and you're renting the car for four thousand. Yeah. So you're at like twelve fifty a month. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So what do I do if I so rent? Lula needs
0: a two car minimum though. So if okay. you have two cars, you can get a policy with them, yeah, and then yeah, all you gotta yeah. do is yeah, get the commercial policy, and then yeah, hundred percent, you can rent the vehicle out to him, and he's covered if anything. Happens. So
1: I can pay this hundred dollars a month uh-huh. or two hundred whatever, and charge him for it, and I'll charge you, Jay. Yeah. But he won't need his own insurance. Nope. And that and I so if something happens to the car, what happens? Lula pays for it. Lula pays me for my car. Yeah.
0: As long as it happened during the rental. But then you have to also the rental has to be official. Did you guys
1: sign a rental agreement?
0: No, it ain't do it, Nothing you, yet.
1: What you come on. He no he didn't do anything oh, yet.
0: gotcha. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So no, yeah, he has he has it.
1: another he has another car right now that he's paying a thousand, but gotcha. he'd rather not pay that.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah. So make sure you sign a rental agreement. You get his information, he needs his driver's license,
1: all of that stuff. Yeah. Sign a rental agreement, and that's fine. Lula will cover it. All right. So look, Jay, I might charge you like a thousand total. So you don't gotta have insurance. It's a nicer car. You get to pay two hundred fifty dollars less and it's up. There you go. Yeah, Just gave you a play. Working.
5: My guy.
1: All right, I appreciate you, man. I'll hit you later.
5: All
0: right,
1: man. You have a good episode. All right, it. That is crazy, man. He's doing this stuff live. Right, right. <laughs> he's like Run, he's running,
0: like solving deals his problems live, right bro. Now. I love running it. Running deals <laughs> live. Listen,
1: people don't understand, bro. <laughs> yeah. I be doing this podcast for me, okay? It's, ain't got <laughs> I nothing to do it. Nobody else is solving whole podcast, life. bro. Is to solve my own problems. I see that.
0: forget the audience. Man. I'm solving <laughs> my brother. Man, I love it. Man. Okay.
1: Okay. So. um there, there was a rise. Yes, and I'm, I'm sure you may have noticed it. It's a rise in people doing Turo, and yes, I think people use the word Turo as car rental business so because no, it is that's the way it was introduced right, to the market. Right. But almost every single person that mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that was heavy in Turo mm-hmm. doesn't do it at all anymore. Yep. Yep. I agree. With the exception like Pushman Mitch, he's running a legit car rental service. There you go. Other than him, everybody else that was doing car rentals, mm-hmm. don't do it anymore. Yeah.
0: A lot of them, once again, a lot of them. the information they got starting off, you know, they made a lot of mistakes. They bought the wrong vehicles. They bought the vehicles that these gurus told them to go buy instead of doing the research. All right. They didn't have a target avatar. They didn't have a target niche. Um, another thing, too, is a lot of them bought the cars wrong. They're in the bubbles. A lot of them. People pay double the price of the vehicles That they should have been paying um, That's another thing Then they went out and bought a bunch of cars I know people that went crazy buying cars In a month All on their personal
1: credit Probably from the episode that. But it was a really I don't, good episode I don't, And I've, it worked out for I some know. people
0: but yeah, that they are going
1: to kill me in the comments they right should, now. They <laughs> shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have. <laughs> true story. I it was cool David,
0: true story. I had a gentleman come to my warehouse, right? He was mm. um, almost at the point of tears. He has a family, kids. He told me he'd been living off of his credit cards, paying his mortgage with his credit cards for months because he went out. He bought a bunch of vehicles mm. all on his personal credit, and it just jammed him out, it jammed him up. He could, wasn't making no money on the cars. He couldn't get out from underneath the cars because they were all on his personal. He couldn't refinance them, mm. nothing. I hear that story all the time. Yeah. That's why now I'm teaching people how to do it the right way. You can make a lot of money in car windows. Just do it the right way and scale measured growth. You don't have to go buy 20 cars. If you have an LLC, you can get a car whenever you want to. Yeah. And leverage is the name of the game. We're using a bank's money to do this stuff, too. Yeah. But just do it measured. Yeah.
1: I will say I did I did go get a bunch of cars. Okay. And, um, it, I mean, it wasn't bad. Really. In your personal? uh, One of them. I know I personally guaranteed some.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
1: Two, my wife bought in her name. Okay. Um, one of them, I think the, I think the other one, I, one of the ones she bought in her name was a Corvette. Okay. And we were doing really well with that one. That's good. But it got, like, it got totaled. Like someone mm. crashed, but they gave us more money than we paid for the car, which How was really, really cool. So we go. made out. It was good. There you go. And I think, honestly, in all fairness, we had a bunch of cars. Okay. It was me and my wife who didn't run the business. Gotcha. Because like at that time, she's pregnant. She got a baby. Yeah. Like, and she's supposed to be running it, and I'm not about to be dropping no cars. So, so which I wound up being the person dropping off cars <laughs> to the airport, <laughs> minimum wage activities, all that kind of stuff. Know. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But in all fairness, I don't think it's a bad thing to get a bunch of cars if you're going to build the business.
0: If you're going to build the business, yes. If you're going to run it as a business, hundred percent,
1: you can do, do that. that. Yeah. But you're saying let's, let's measure measured growth. measured,
0: measured growth. growth. I teach people, right, the way I teach them in our academy, I call it the training wheels phase. When you start, I encourage you to actually use apps like Turo, just to get the jitters out. Get used to people smoking up in your car, scratching your rims, things like that, because you have the safety blanket of Turo. It'll cover, right? Get, get, get rid of the jitters, and then slowly start to make your transition to private rentals. Now you start charging more because you're going to get repeat customers from Turo. Yeah. And, hey, I could offer you the same deal or better. And then you flip them over, and then you start doing private rentals. That makes sense. That's the way I flip people over.
1: I like that. Yeah. This was a really, really good conversation that offered Thank some clarity, you. especially for the people who lost money just relying on Turo. And I think that was another thing. Exactly. Okay, you're smart. Because I think one of the issues was – People are just putting the car on Turo. And That's if it. Turo isn't performing, That's then it. your business crashes. There you but go. You're not saying, no. You don't rely on that.
0: 100%. We do hybrid mode. We're doing both at the same time. Matter of fact, I tell people, you know, when you know to turn off your Turo is when, say you get a booking for Saturday on Turo, on your Range Rover, and it's $100. You know, Turo's a little cheaper. It's like maybe $100 a day for the whole weekend. It's only 200 bucks. But then all of a sudden you get a call, private rental, and they're ready to pay you 499 for that car per day. So you just lost a thousand bucks because of the two hundred on Turo. That's when you need to start snoozing Turo. So I tell people to just leave it on Turo while you're getting you know training wheels phase until you get to that point where yeah the private rentals are starting to outweigh the Turo rentals. Switch Mm. it off, go hundred percent private. That's how you make the transition. What's your vision for your fleet? Hundred percent. Okay. So yeah. So for me. Um, I've gotten to the point where I don't really need to buy any more cars.
1: So you're not even trying to scale up. You're like, yo, I'm good. I'm good right now. Straight.
0: I'm good right now. If I um,
1: I like that attitude, yeah, man. I'm
0: good. I've got all the staple cars, right? So I have, I have my Lambos, I have my Bentleys, I have access to my Rolls Royce Ghost when I need them. Um, I know enough people in my network in Dallas. Any car I need, I can get.
1: So I don't need to buy anymore. So I'm good. I'm in a I good space really, now. I really like that, bro. Yeah, I'm good now because. When we start talking about entrepreneurship, yeah. we're taught to always scale up. What's next? What's mm, the vision? And mm. you're like, bro, I'm making enough money to take care of my family. Yeah. I run a cool business. Yeah. We're doing well. Yeah. Maybe put the money into investments. 100%. That's exactly
0: what I am saying. But you don't have right to right make now.
1: trillions of dollars.
0: Yes, sir. I don't need to. And um, for me, car rentals has opened up other doors. I have a turf equipment company, a spun-off from the car rental business, um, I was able to use funds from the car, rental business. Yeah, it's a turf equipment company where what I do is I sell greens mowers, what they call greens mowers. Have you ever worked in a golf course
1: before? Have I worked in a golf course?
0: Yeah, ever? Have you ever back? In, got, okay. Um, yeah, so if you've ever gone to a golf That's course. That's question. No, some people have worked at golf courses before. Yeah, yeah. I know, but yeah, if you're like, yo, you
1: ever been a restaurant, like working a restaurant? Most people are like, yeah. I <laughs> that. You live in Atlanta, Georgia. There's a lot of
0: golf courses out here. Actually, this is one of the biggest, this state has one of the highest number of golf courses really? out here. Yes. I get a lot of my greens mowers from Atlanta. The biggest auction weeks is here.
1: Do people answer that question? Yes. I, you ever asked? Yes, that Yes, I do. Do. And they, they say, yes, like, yes, like, 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <It was laughs> high, okay, yeah, just threw me off. It was a hard
0: question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So there's a mower, it's something called a greens mower, right? That's what they use to mow golf courses. So yeah. you can achieve that carpet look. Mm-hmm. A lot of rich people like that look and then get the yeah. beautiful stripes. They're not using no $100 lawnmowers. Those are almost $15,000 oh. mowers. Wow. Brand new. Used, they cost about three, four thousand. I sell them used. All right. So, um, Carl helped me spin that off. So my warehouse, oh, wow. I leverage a section of my warehouse for that side of my business, for the turf equipment business.
1: How big is your warehouse?
0: Um, 6,000 square feet. Wow. Yeah. It's right by the DFW airport. Next time you fly in, check us out. Absolutely. Please do. Please do. Man, this was good and refreshing
1: sure. and enlightening. You
0: didn't think it was going to be this hot. Did you? I didn't know. <laughs> There
1: you go. You thought it was a two row conversation. I never know. There <laughs> right, you we go. talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We yes, talked about sir. scammers. We talked about, uh, um, not caring when people spend too much money mm-hmm. with you.
0: Yep, we the about morality it. of it. <laughs> we talked about it's your hatred <laughs> for black
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> the Nigerian scammers. Oh my god. Yeah, we went all Nigerian over the place. Huh? corporate scammers. Yep, yep, yep. Golly, we uh, no, it's a really good conversation. Appreciate man. it, man. Thanks for having me, man. Man, this was amazing. Okay, sure. so uh, I got to ask this question, sir. Sure. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Because okay. I want to be able to ask the question today and see if you actually do what you say you're going to do five years later.
0: Mm. So right now in five years, I want to be in real estate. I want two things. I want to be in real estate. So I'm I'm starting my investments into real estate, getting into commercial real estate. So the money
1: from the car. You know Terika? Huh? You know Terika? No, I don't. Female real estate guru. Uh Uh-uh. So she's a monster when it comes to real estate okay. and she's uh she helped me build out my portfolio.
0: Oh, I need to know her then,
1: huh? I'm gonna connect you.
0: Please yeah, do. I'm, I'm gonna Please connect do. You. So that's one. I want to branch into real estate and then I just want to continue to grow my academy. Um I'm actually hosting it. We have a challenge coming up. Yes, um, me and Nia, we have a challenge coming up. Um, So, yeah, it's um, rentalprofitschallenge.com. We have a five-day challenge where you guys are going to learn everything you need to know. If you're a nine-to-fiver or a motivated entrepreneur, I'll teach you everything you need to know to launch a successful six-figure private car rental business in 60 days or less. I'm covering everything in five days. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that that one more time. Yeah, so if you're a nine-to-fiver or a motivated entrepreneur... I'm going to teach you everything you need to know to learn how to launch a six-figure private car rental business in 60 days or less. I'm going to give you everything, all the background information on how to launch it the right way the first time so you don't make the same kind of mistakes that I made. Hmm. A
1: six-figure car rental business. Private car rental business. Private car rental business in 60 days.
0: I'll give you the blueprint right now in five seconds. Tell me. Nine economy cars making you a minimum of $1,000 a month is a six-figure business. And I don't want you spending more than $10,000 on each economy car. I don't want you taking because it makes no sense. I'll make the same amount of bread with a 2013-2014 economy car that cost me $5,000 as you will with your $30,000 Camry. So I don't want people getting into debt. I don't want people doing this the wrong way. Mm. So I have a blueprint already for it where you could make that. I just gave a $100,000 business. You, you can't fail. You just charge a minimum of $250 a week for each economy car. That's 1000 a month minimum net. And that's a $100,000 business.
1: Are you telling them to go buy the car's cash? You could
0: buy cash for 5000 6000 You could use a business credit card if you have an LLC. Go get a 0% business credit card. Buy your vehicle. Loan some banks will loan you the money. That would be the way I would get into the economy card. Mm. Think what well, You got a hoopty at home? It's a cheap hoopty? You said you had a 2016, 2016 Lexus? 2016 Lexus. If you have something slightly older, I would use it. Uber drivers will take that car and you'd never see it again. Charge them a minimum. You're in Atlanta. I'll charge up to $400 a week. They'll pay. What? Yes, sir.
1: $400.
0: I charge $350 in Dallas. dollars a
1: more. I charge $350 in dollars. I need to get this Lexus on there ASAP. Bro, nine of those. All you need is nine of those. I got
0: too many cars, bro. Yeah, you got a lot, though.
1: And I drive one every day. There you go. It's like resid. It's like, uh, what's it called? Uh, residual. Not residual. It's residue for my, oh, the my tour days. experience. I oh,
0: got gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you. Never,
1: you. still never sold them, huh? Well, I sold most of them. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. I just have the Range Rover. I have um, a, again, the 2016 Lexus, which I bought years ago. Okay. I, I own that outright. Um, I have bought my mom a car before she passed. Okay. So Sorry we about still that. have that one. And then I have my Tesla. But gotcha. But I actually need a truck. I need a Escalade. Okay. Um, because my family is growing, we got too many people.
2: Mm.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's a blueprint. I just gave you a sauce on how to start a six-figure private car rental company right there with economy. That's parts. legit with economy cars. I
1: rocks with that, Mike. Man, thank Peace you so much mind. for coming, man. Thank Again, you, sir. Um, I, I I like how you approach business. Thank you. I like your honesty and your transparency. I like the fact that you have experience not only in the car rental space but as an entrepreneur, bro. Yes, sir. We need more people, yes, sir. Teaching that have experience as an entrepreneur, period. Not just experience in the thing that they're teaching.
0: Exactly. Facts. You know what I mean? (laughs) Facts. Because there's so
1: many lessons that need to be learned about entrepreneurship. But if you only know this one thing, you really can't teach somebody all that it takes for entrepreneurs. No 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 this is good so all right man thank you so much bro Thank uh let everybody know how they can contact you one more time and then take us out with a word of wisdom
0: yes sir so you can reach me on instagram at mike underscore the businessman or on youtube mike underscore the businessman don't forget guys rentalprofitschallenge.com five-day challenge guys tap into that and just final words of wisdom guys if I could do it, if my members of my academy could do this, you guys could also do it too. I'm an introvert. I just moved back to Dallas not too long ago. I don't know a lot of people, but I've been able to make it work. And like I'm saying, measured growth. You guys don't have to go out there and take on a whole lot of debt. Leverage social currency. Start out small. Use the cars, of your mom's car, your sibling's car, right? Measured growth. Warren Buffett says it best, right? If you don't figure out a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. Private car mm. rentals could be an extra source of income for you guys, and you could use that to branch off, start other things, all right? So I just want to encourage you guys with that.
1: There it is, man. Listen, we can't close it out no better than that. Do yourself a favor, man. Follow my... Definitely join the challenge. If the challenge is not going on right now, then I'm sure there will be a link for something that people can get access to you. Um, uh, Also, do yourself a favor, man. Go get you some social proof, meaning go build something. Build it really, really big. Document how you did it, but come back to your community to teach them how you did it because it's the only way our community grows, okay? We are out of here. Peace. Peace.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels.